I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Greetings and welcome to Thoughts from the Hairy Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 71 of Thoughts from the Hairy Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about limiting federal power in the Trump era. Well, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving and got to spend some time with your family and eat some good turkey we did here at the Meharry household. And I'm glad to be back behind the microphone after missing a week. Uh, it was unplanned. I actually had to take a whirlwind three-day trip down to Florida to take some stuff down to my mother. So I uh, hadn't really planned on doing that, but I'm back now and excited to talk about what lies ahead for us in the Trump era. I guess for most people it started to settle in that Donald Trump is indeed going to be our president, and people are talking about what that's going to look like. And of course we don't really know what a Trump administration is going to look like, but as he begins to appoint some of his uh, cabinet members and, and various advisors, we're starting to get a sense of what the Trump era might look like. And it's kind of funny. The other day, I was talking to a friend of mine, and he said, Well, uh, Mike, I guess you're going to be slowing down a little bit over there at the Tenth Amendment Center now that uh, Obama's going to be out of office and and Hillary lost. And I just kind of laughed because absolutely that's not true. I expect that we will be every bit as busy fighting unconstitutional overreach with Donald Trump as president as we were when Obama was president, as we were when George W. Bush is president. It doesn't have a whole lot to do with who is in the White House. The federal government is an overreaching behemoth, and overreaching federal power has to be resisted no matter who's in office. But a lot of people do have this idea that Republicans are, are better on the Constitution somehow. And since we have Trump in office and we have Republicans controlling both houses of Congress, and we might get some quote-unquote good Supreme Court justices that everything's great and everything's going to be fine and dandy for the Constitution. And that's just not true, okay? We may have dodged a Hillary Clinton bullet. I mean, certainly she would have been awful. But there's every indication that Donald Trump is going to be just as bad on the Constitution as all the rest of the presidents have been over the last, oh gosh, most of history. So I wanted to talk about a couple of indications coming out of the Trump administration that lead me to believe that things are not going to be that great for the Constitution. And the first is the appointment of Jeff Sessions as the new Attorney General. Now, Sessions is a dedicated drug warrior. 
he once said, good people don't smoke marijuana. Well, Jeff, good people don't use unconstitutional federal power to impose their conception of good on America either. So, you know, Sessions, his, his position on marijuana is revealing. As TAC Executive Director Michael Bolden said, marijuana provides a really good barometer on how someone views the proper role of the federal government versus the states under the Constitution. Over the last decade or so, more states have defied the feds on weed than on any issue at any time in history. But there are still people like Sessions who want to flex federal muscle and force a one-size-fits-all national policy about marijuana. And anybody who takes this kind of position does not understand the Constitution. I've said this on this podcast before. If you have any doubt that the war on drugs is unconstitutional, ask yourself why it took an amendment to have alcohol prohibition. There's no difference between drug prohibition and alcohol prohibition. So if it took a constitutional amendment to give the federal government that power, then it should require that type of action now. But, you know, when it comes to sessions, it's not just the drug war. He's also a proponent of federal spying. During a 2007 debate on the Patriot Act, Sessions said this, The civil libertarians among us would rather defend the Constitution than protect our nation's security. So, yeah, he's one of these security over uh, the Constitution people, and these people are dangerous. And, yes, I will defend the Constitution over protecting national security because the Constitution represents America's highest political ideals. If we do away with those, we do away with the very thing that made America great to begin with. There's nothing to protect if we throw away our our political ideals. And that's what Sessions wants to do when he wants to spy on virtually everybody. So Sessions is a constitutional disaster. And then we've got Newt Gingrich, who is a Trump advisor. And he was recently on the O'Reilly Factor, where he demonstrated his disdain for America's founding principles. The discussion was about sanctuary cities, and basically in these towns, local law enforcement simply doesn't help enforce immigration law. Now, they don't try to stop ICE from enforcing federal immigration law. They just don't participate in it. So if an undocumented immigrant happens to get arrested for something, uh, the local law enforcement will not call ICE simply based on the fact that they're undocumented, and they won't hold them until ICE shows up. So once this person's dealt with whatever legal issue that had them arrested in the first place, they're allowed to go free. So during his talk with O'Reilly, Gingrich called for the complete federal defunding of these so-called sanctuary cities, along with prosecution of their mayors. He said they don't get to pick which federal laws they obey. But O'Reilly you know, to his credit, he questioned whether the feds could actually prosecute mayors for simply refusing to help enforce federal immigration law, given, as O'Reilly put it, America's two sovereign systems, state and federal. Now, Gingrich was having none of that, and the condescension and smugness which, with which he answered this question about made me throw up in my mouth. He said, look, Bill, we fought a civil war to indicate there is one sovereign system. It is the United States of America. No state, no city can interpose itself between the federal law and its citizens. Now, this whole the civil war settled it argument absolutely drives me crazy. It's like me grabbing you around the neck, insisting the sky is green, and then punching you in the head until you agree with me. 
I mean, does that make the sky green? Of course it doesn't. And the fact that the Union won the Civil War doesn't change the fundamental American system any more than me punching you makes that sky green. I published an article not long ago that talks about sovereignty in the American system and explains that the people of the states are sovereign in the system, not the federal government, as Newt seems to think. I'll link to that article uh, in the show notes page. Gingrich has no clue about America's constitutional system. And beyond that, he doesn't even understand the legal precedents that guide state and local governments' responsibility to enforce federal law. In a nutshell, a series of Supreme Court decisions dating all the way back to 1842 have consistently held that the federal government cannot force state or local governments to enforce federal law or implement federal programs. So a local town has every right to refuse to help enforce federal immigration law. Now, they can't block ICE agents from enforcing it, but they absolutely can refuse to enforce, refuse to cooperate. And the federal government can't do a thing about it, and no, they can't prosecute the mayor, and no, they can't pull all federal funding away. If anything, they could pull funding that has to do with immigration enforcement. That's it. The states cannot be coerced by the federal government, even the Supreme Court says so. So Newt has absolutely no clue about the Constitution or even the law as it currently stands. So we've got Jeff Sessions. We've got Newt Gingrich. We've got Donald Trump. I guarantee you the Tenth Amendment Center is going to be plenty busy resisting federal overreach in the next four years. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really appreciate you listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor and spread the word. Please make sure, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the podcast for free over at iTunes. And feel free to send me any thoughts or ideas at michael.meharry at 10th Amendment Center.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.